The views and opinions expressed on Smack My Pitch Up are those of the panelists and not those of GUI Network, their sponsors, or any of the properties mentioned. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is rated R for violence, language, and nudity. Well, it's a podcast. You won't see the nudity. I just do it to make the guest uncomfortable. mad with unnecessary reboots, remakes, and sequels. Only one podcast has the guts to make it even worse. This is Smack My Pitch Up. Uh, What was the one that I had no idea what it meant that was, uh, just some new slang term recently that just bothered me a little bit. And I cannot remember what it was. I know what thirsty means. I figured that out pretty quick. But thirsty. You know, what's really sad is, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm around that environment more than I'd probably like to be. Oh, uh, uh, big dick, uh, big dick power, big and dick, power? Big, big dick or, um, big dick power and little dick or little penis power or little like penis power. I, like six months ago, I learned what docking was. So I'm, I'm way behind. I think I, it's a thing that like, if you see something where it's like, that's that big dick power, where it's something that somebody with a big dick would do little dick power, <laughs> something a little dick. would. Do. I'm not sure. I, none of this makes sense to me anymore. So Napoleon understand. complex is probably gone. So if you're like, so if you have probably terms that they don't even understand what that is. Now. What if you have like an average dick, then it's average dick power where it's just like you do things kind of okay. Like you're, you're a C plus student, maybe a B minus mm. on a good day. They call that us. If it's I not think. cold. Yeah. Then, then you, get, you get a B and a minus if it's not. Those, cold. That's like the George Costanzas of the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're down to a D plus if it's cold out. Yeah. yeah right. That's, oh. <laughs> I was oh. in the pool. Oh, pansies. <laughs> that moderately uh, okay dick power that's out there. Hey, yeah. you know what? We may not know them all, but we came up with some shit. We did. Poonsies is one of Poonsies them. is one of those that will uh, stand long and strong in the uh, in the GUI mm, podcast world. That's, yes, it is. Long and strong. Yes. Uh, speaking of long and strong, we're talking about <laughs> a long and strong superhero part of the Marvel Universe that was as much as there was a big hoorah, and for good reason, for mm-hmm. Black Panther... It was a character that made its way into the cinematic comic book universe well well before Black Panther, played by Wesley Snipes. We're talking about Blade. 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 The Daywalker. Motherfucking Daywalker, which, you know, that first opening scene with uh, Tracy Lords, where she's taking the young guy into the club and he comes in there and it's oh, yeah. just, you know, it's fucking raining down. I mean, it's just a beautifully shot scene. Sorry. I just, I love that opening scene. What I love about Blade is the original blade movie is that you've seen those memes about who you would cast in the nineties for the Avengers movie. Yeah. Where it has like Charlie Sheen and Emilio <laughs> Estevez and stuff. Yeah. And it's like really on fucking point. Like it's, it's definitely it that would, would be the, for the time period, the for perfect sure. casting. I think we even posted it on the smack my pitch up page. Wesley Snipes feels like one of those casting choices where it like, wouldn't be somebody that I would have expected to play B- blade. But if you put it from the future, looking back and be like, who would I cast as Blade in 2000? Well, Wesley Snipes, clearly. Yeah, sure. That I, I just have one question. Would that mean that like, if you were going to cast Thor, that would be um, uh, Hercules himself, Kevin Sorbo? You can go fuck yourself. 
Mr. God's Not Dead himself, uh, Kevin Sorbo, as uh, no, no, as the God of Thunder. No, there is only glorious uh, hair. According to Kevin Sorbo, there is only one God, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress in a cape. He doesn't mind, you know, playing the character if it pays the check, (laughs) you know, or pays the bills. No, it's it's all heresy. It's all heresy. Speaking of heresy, we're talking about the undead. And uh, and well, ish, ish. Well, Blade's not. Blade's not. Yeah, there are plenty of other undead characters in the Blade universe. A lot of them. So we're going to be talking about uh, well, what we would do with a Blade movie. It's coming, obviously. The Marvel has the property back. Oh, absolutely. And there is no reason not to do a Blade movie. They've danced around with doing uh, some of the darker element characters from the Marvel universe, like Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield. Yes, which. I, initially, I was hesitant about, but I ended up being a fucking amazing casting smart choice. choice. He was so smart good, choice. and they did it. They did. That's the best Ghost Rider. I'm sorry, Nicholas Cage. That's well, they, the best they also Ghost left it open to do the original Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. Yeah, well, he as well. shows up. Oh, he yeah, shows that's up right. In, one of the episodes, in a, in a, very briefly yeah. in a flashback scene, as he, they show the exchange between yeah. contracts. So, so yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I think. I think it was a smart move by Marvel, and I think it makes the most sense that they were to, they would take on the Marvel Knights comics a little bit, the darker stuff, Moon Knight, uh, do some uh, Punisher interaction as well, do some Blade, do some of the darker, uh, more macabre approaching yeah. uh, comic books from the Marvel Universe. So, And the, the first one that you really go with, of course, is Blade. I've loved the first yeah. and second Blade so much. Yes, they both have um, really awesome elements to it. And I mean, Blade 2 obviously has Ron Perlman, just element all on his own. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, fuck, fuckers like lead. He's just, everything <laughs> yeah. he does is so dense. That's yeah. my new shit, dense. I don't even know what it means, but yeah. somebody will put meaning behind it. Uh, like your forehead, like your skull. Dense. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, Speaking of a dense skull over here today, uh, helping me out talking about the reboot or remake or reimagining, whatever you'd like to call it, of Blade is the purveyor of Smash Talk. Mr. Kyle Smash is here. Hello, everybody. And if you are unfamiliar with uh, Smack My Pitch Up or Geeks Under the Influence, uh, well, thank you for listening to this first, I guess. Yeah. I'm uh, Mike the Hobbit Pickett, founder of Geeks Under the Influence Network uh, and host of this fun little podcast mm. where we reboot, remake, uh, reimagine, sequelize, sidequel, mashup, and adapt films and TV shows and books and comics to our willy-nilly liking. Yep. Uh, making funny and serious choices along the way. So because uh, uh, we pass the time in life and it makes us happy. Honestly, everybody's had this kind of conversation with their friends sitting around drinking beers hundred times. Who would you cast in this thing mm-hmm. if it was ever to be made? And everybody has an opinion. Everybody has an idea on what they'd like to see, what director should direct that kind of thing. And that's all this is. Even people who don't claim to be nerds or geeks or whatever uh, do that. Whether or not they claim they hold they hold to that in public in, in certain moments when you're watching movies with your friends, it comes up. It just yeah. does. So it's always the nerd is in everyone. Absolutely. Now, before we get into Blade, I, a little housekeeping for Geeks Under the Influence. Next trivia night is going to be August 6th at Fallout from 8 to 10 p.m. It's going to be a good time. Also at Fallout, August 19th is going to be our Geekified movie night. If you didn't come out for our Hackers Geekified movie night mm. it's kind of our version of like a rocky horror picture show situation where we take a, a fun kind of schlocky uh cult classic and we rocky horror the thing we we have interaction with the screen we have interaction with each other we do trivia we do script readings we do a lot of really weird shit and uh, no laundry no that's not true we i think we did uh some laundry in the last one didn't we something about taking 
I can't remember specifically. Maybe I was a part of it. I'm not going into it. I don't know. We did a one-handed bra removal thing. Yeah. Uh, that, the that, na- last one. Yeah, that was at Hobbit. Yeah, that was, that was a thing. I wasn't part of that. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm really trying to figure out what we're going to do for the co-ed shower scene uh, for Starship Troopers. <laughs> you know, considering the environment, um, could, you know, it you depends. Go, uh, You're going to have to feel that one out. Yeah. Like, just pass out some black electrical tape and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you could always have like a quick flash dance type moment, you know, instead yeah, of the pose or just underneath it. But <laughs> then somebody's going to have to want to get wet. That's true. Well, uh, <laughs> how much fun this night is going to be. Everyone's going to be wet by the end of it. <laughs> It's, you like yeah. that? You like that? That was segue? good. Was it good? That was good. I'm as proud of it. Yeah. Let's get our let's get ourselves our lips wet on uh, on some blade on the on the drink that is blade. Okay. Well, yeah. August nineteenth from seven to ten oh, is what okay. we're aiming for uh, for hackers geekified Starship Troopers. Right. And if you have Nerf guns to take the Nerf darts, we encourage you to bring that out. <laughs> so you can uh, trust me, it will be utilized at some point in the evening. Mm. Also, please. Vote for us. We got nominated as the top five uh, podcasts in Richmond from the Richmond.com and Richmond Times Dispatch Best Of. They do it every year. 2018 is the first year where they have a podcast category and Geeks Under the Influence was nominated along with four other podcasts, one of which being Wardcast. Our friends uh, Dylan Ilvento has been on this, or Geeks Under the Influence anyway. Yeah. um, And a crossover that we did. Great guy. And so us, well, preferably us. I mean, I'm a little biased. (laughs) Just a touch, but mm. if not us, then you yeah, know, throw Dylan and yeah, company we, a little we, fun. Yeah, we are yeah. us. If not us, then them. Yeah, and you know who they are. And you can actually vote once a day. So if you want right. to vote mostly for us and then throw a few votes towards Wardcast, that would be cool mm-hmm. as well. Give them a little love. So definitely go to our page at gypodcast.com homepage. There's a link to the best of, and it goes right to the page that has the podcast category. So you can just vote right there. That's right. And uh, also. Tentative, well, it's confirmed for the date, but we don't have the theme yet. August 16th from 6.30 to 9, we are doing another beautiful disasters movie night at Strange Ways Brewing Company. Awesome. So we've, we've got another one. Yeah, we have definitely come out. I think we've narrowed it down, but we haven't made the announcement yet on the theme for August. So. Uh, well, they're, they're always a, a fucking blast. Oh, hell yeah. So, okay. So. Enough housekeeping. Let's get into Let's the, do this. <laughs> nitty gritty. So... I'm going with a complete reboot. I'm leaning a little bit on some of the comics for Blade to okay. come up with my ideas for stuff. Are you doing a, a remake or? Uh, yes, mine's going to be a remake or reboot and whatever. Uh, more the cinematic side. N- yeah, yeah. Okay. More the reboot. The, the reboot. Reboot. Yes. The reboot. Okay. That's how we're calling it from now on. The reboot. The reboot. Yeah. I'm going to go more and I'm I'm definitely going more on that side and and mine's going to probably you know mine definitely has a. Uh, a little younger bit of a younger blade. Okay. Maybe not so seasoned, but seasoned enough to do the job, but okay. You know, so not quite Batman year one, but maybe Batman year two or three kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You he's know, a sophomore still, or a junior in the still vampire. Trying to figure, yeah. He's still, I mean, he's still young enough that he's going to be figuring, he's trying to figure it out. He's not a kid or a teenager, but he's young enough where, you know, he's at that point where, you know, okay. Crucial life shit will happen. Now, do you have a villain planned? Uh, as far as like what villain he's going to be facing off on, or is it just going to be a massive influx of vampires that he's fucking up? 
Well, I can, um, well, I can kind of give you what I have here. Okay. And I'll just give and you then we can build thing. on that as we go. <clears throat> Let's yeah. do that. Uh, and I, <laughs> mind you, this, I am no one, neither a screenwriter nor a novelist. So coming you, up with a plot, especially a, without like six years advance. Bald, dense head. That's what you're working with. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I cut, I was just kind of the scene to, to, in my head as I was writing it down, but the full opening scene is going to show, I want to, I want to see the opening origin of him, not just a quick flashback, but an opening showing, you know, the mother existing, you know, being you know, having maybe even having a life and then, and then showing her in the city at night during the rain, you know, in a dark alley in which she gets attacked by a vampire while she's pregnant with blade. Okay. Uh, you know, which is basically his origin story. So once we do, you know, basically we'll do that. And then it fast forwards uh, some years to age 12 in which he'll meet Whistler. Okay. Okay. And then as he meets Whistler and Miss Whistler does the training, of course, I'll, I'll do the training montage because I was just think it would be awesome to see with Blade. I just want to see. I just want to see all the weapons that Whistler makes. Sure. Uh, you know, because Blades just uses them, you know, per yeah, one yeah. of his favorite lines. So. Then we'll fast forward. After that, you do the training montage. You'll fast forward um, 13 years to 25. Okay. So that's the that's the age that I'm going to stop at. And then, and at that age, I think at 25, you you got maybe a few things figured out, but you're you're still young enough that you you not even quit. You know, hit 30 yet. Maybe for him that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But as far as what he's doing, he's still young in the profession. Uh. So through all of that. It uh, they have f- flash forward to a scene of him, you know, beating up a bunch of vampires, slicing him in half with his katana because it's always badass, and you need a lot of those scenes. Sure. Uh, and the directors that I picked will be doing those scenes very well, I think. Okay. In one form or, or another, and I went with the uh, Logan type. You know, basically he through fighting, you know, a bunch of vampires or whatever, he finds that they're basically sitting on a girl that was just like him. A day, oh, okay. a day walker. Okay. Like very, very young. You okay. know, probably six or seven. Okay. Um, and then, you know, as he finds her, of course, people are going to want her because A, she's vulnerable enough and B, she has these abilities that all the other vampires want. Uh, and as well as the government's probably been keeping an eye as well on the uh, vampire thing. So you'll so, have two-sided threats. So you were like, I loved Logan so much. Let right. me just make them vampires and have the same story. <laughs> well, and not 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 considerably. I mean, A, you're not Except gonna... like Eden is in Canada, is not in Canada. It's like Transylvania is where it's like the safe spot for daywalkers. Is that, so, so, is as that I, yeah, so as I did okay. this, my thought was uh, franchise. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking too big sir you gotta start small and then work your way up listen you that's know that's that dc bullshit that you got you start big and then you just fuck up along the way with all the little side stories but but basically that's going to be so i mean half a good portion of the of the early like the you know first quarter of the movie will be origin showing him and developing and then you'll meet her some way through the middle and then you know basically it'll be protection but through that i'm sure you'll have you have a bunch of action scenes and shit that happens and you know, you never know what's going to come out of the corners and crevices. I haven't written the script yet. Okay. I'm almost there. This is just a treatment. Hey, it's fine. Hey, all right. So that's, that's where I am. And, and of course, um, and (laughs) as we were talking about this before, I did have it in my head that, uh, towards the end, there is a cutscene of, of him getting some assist from Deadpool. Just fucking out of random at night, like Deadpool sitting on a roof, just fucking around and sees blade and was like, I'll go up. I'll go down there. And then he ends up fighting the other vampires. Okay. And then you have a buddy cop franchise. 
a buddy cop comedy franchise. How big is your vampiric Deadpool boner right now? I, <laughs> I'm just saying a Deadpool blade buddy cop comedy. And there's going to be so many uh, Hannibal jokes from Blade Trinity in there if uh, Deadpool shows up. <laughs> definitely a lot of shit talking about about the character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And how much they hate Ryan Reynolds. Yes, of course. All right. Mine, uh, I decided, of course, to go with the comic books a little bit. And I didn't go with a genuine storyline from the comics, but I pulled a lot of a lot of elements from different comics, a lot of which uh, the original Dr- uh, Dracula comics, uh, Night Stalkers a little bit. I liked that they tried to incorporate Night Stalkers and Blade Trinity, but that movie was trash, and I feel like they need to revisit the Night Stalkers in a more traditional tone. Right. And I feel like you don't even have to wait a couple ep- uh, a couple episodes, a couple movies before you do that in Blade if you do it appropriately. So my thought process is that just like in the Blade movies where there's a, like kind of a false uh, false front corporation that a lot of the vampires run, you do Tiamat Corporation, uh, which is the name of a ancient uh i believe egyptian goddess uh character mm-hmm. so there's a little bit of a like historical kind of smattering of, of history in there well, how national treasure of you Th- that is run by the the villain or one of the villains in this is i'm not go- i did was going to go with with frost and then i decided to go with lilith who's a uh, traditional uh, the goddess of all demons i think is is her first demon first or the first demon and also the like the well she, there's two there's versions but yeah, yeah but, but she, primarily she bore all the demons in the world according right, to she was legend. the she was the og like yeah. first turn so she's in charge of the corporation basically so if you went to the original movies the old head vampires that believe in tradition and stuff like that that would be kind of the same deal but with lilith in charge that okay. kind of approach and she shows up um, and convinces Blade uh, to uh, for payment to go stop the descendant of Dracula from uh, resurrecting Dracula. Uh, he's at the classic Dracula's castle in Transylvania, mm-hmm. and that's from the comic books. The descendant of Dracula is Frank Drake, the uh, name that was taken for Dracula in Blade Trinity. So Blade is tricked into going into Transylvania, basically, or, you know, road trip type situation to stop, quote unquote, uh, Frank Drake from resurrecting Dracula. Also hired by Lilith is going to be Hannibal King that was played by Ryan Reynolds in Blade Trinity. And along the way, they run into each other as they're making their way to Transylvania and they don't like each other immediately. There's that whole classic thing of like two hired killer types that are fighting with each other while trying to reach a common objective. Mm-hmm. Then and you're gonna like the this enemy D- and my enemy sort of thing. Uh, you're gonna like this D- uh, DC boy. Uh, they're gonna find out that the vampire that turned Hannibal King is the same vampire that drained Blade's mom, which of course is Deacon Frost. Mm. So that's gonna be their Martha moment. <laughs> like, uh. how do you know that name? And then they're like, Oh yeah, uh, turn me vampire. Oh, kill my mom. And then they're like, Cool. You I know. think you can make that scene better in this yes, movie. Yes, probably a little bit. So they go to Transylvania. They run into uh, to into Drake, Frank Drake, who is not trying to resurrect Dracula. He's a down on his luck dude where he's the last descendant that has blown all of his money, formerly a billionaire, and is now stuck with just a giant castle in Transylvania that he knows nothing to do with and is there to check, kind of check it out before selling it, finding out that it's the original Dracula's castle. Mm-hmm. The reason and the reason that he's there is because Lilith killed the last remaining family member besides him forcing him to go to Transylvania because his blood is needed to resurrect Dracula. Okay. So right. she's putting two vampire hunters mm-hmm. 
in the same place as the descendant of Dracula with the plans of killing him to prevent Dracula. But what they're going to do is by letting him bleed on the corpse of Dracula, basically resurrect Dracula. That's very Underworldish. A little bit, but Uh, better. Underworld 2. Underworld 2, okay. Or Bloodlines. So they figure out a little too late that that's what's happening, and Dracula is resurrected. Mm -hmm. They team up, uh, Drake and Hannibal King and Blade, who were the original Night Stalkers in the comic books, Mm -hmm. to fight not only Dracula, but Lilith as well. Um, Well, first off, Dracula, big, huge fight. Uh, Drake kills Dracula with the help of, of course, uh, mostly Blade. And then they move on to to go after Lilith, and uh, and that's and then there's a big final fight. You know, I haven't done the staging of that scene quite yet, but well, you're way better at building. I'll give it to you. You, you got you can build a plot pretty quick. Yeah, I I, threw, I that pulled that directly out of my ass. Yeah, see, no, I need it like at least six months and <laughs> a second draft. Basically, they're kind of thrown together. Uh, the intent is for them to basically kill each other, mm-hmm. and it. They both resurrect the villain and also bond together to defeat it at the same time. So, would you ever cast Parker Posey in that one? No, okay. no, I don't think so. But I would like to see a Ryan Reynolds cameo if need be, like as Hannibal or as no, like, not as Hannibal. Han- I have other Hannibal's second cousin, ro- twice removed. <laughs> Hannibal's secretary, because <laughs> in the comic books he's a detective and he's also right. a vampire. I don't. It, it was mentioned that he was kind of a a ghoul for Parker Posey's character in Blade Trinity. Right. He was a full-on vampire. Like a caretaker almost. But yeah. Yeah. He was a full-on vampire in the comic books that, you know, didn't drink from human blood, tried not to use his vampiric abilities because he felt like he had to sacrifice those mm-hmm. if he wasn't going to go into the vampire lifestyle, you know. Of course. It's it's like when you're you're a gay person that uh, marries a person of the opposite sex, you're like, well, I guess I can't suck, suck dicks anymore. Although I guess a lot of the time that doesn't work. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Hannibal doesn't suck dicks is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, if he did, whatever. Blood filled. As long as he doesn't blood, bite into him, I think veiny, it's all good. <laughs> veiny blood filled dicks. He does not. <laughs> He'd be sucking a lot of blood. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, he no. He he like it a red sauce. Yeah. Not the white. Yeah, but he mostly like from animals and stuff like that. You know, the the normal, the normal regretful vampire thing. I feel really bad for a horse then. Yeah, that horse. <laughs> He'd be drained of that motherfucker for a while. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet where he's like, the food's not very good, but at least there's a lot of it. Oh my god, that should be it's like a beer bong. <laughs> it's like the sushi king of of vampire. Oh, uh, it's just like, I can't eat anymore. No, oh, I can't. I'm not gonna eat anymore tonight. Yeah, fair enough. Ugh. All right. So, first things first. Okay. When casting a movie, a lot of the time the director that you choose kind of gives a tone to the movie. So I have both a funny and a, a serious choice for a director. Do you also have a funny and serious? Um, I have a serious and fu- fu- maybe funny-ish. Okay. Like, I understand that they, they know how to do a good, fairly comedic timing. Although I will say, spoiler, it's it's more on the probably more British style comedy. Well, and by funny side, I don't necessarily mean a comedy so much. It would be a funny take on the property. Sure, that we're... Uh, sure. Maybe a lighter take or a more kind of like... Uh... Or just an out of left field. That's a weird way to do this movie kind Abs- of thing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, that's what I thought about when I, when okay. I pulled my director. Do you want me to go say what they are? Go for it. Do, do it. I say what they are? Okay. So my serious one, I know you know this one, is uh, Shane Black. That's solid. I like yeah. that a lot. Uh, I just... I, I He can do... 
it, I mean, of course, Monster Squad. Uh, I know I'm, you know, yeah, exploding here, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With joy, but uh, you know, Monster Squad. Uh, you know, he's of course Predator and 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 all that. He just he's such a. Even if the story's not always there, like the guy knows how to film like really great shots, you know, and really sort of like even like on a low budget. I just really think that he could take simple enough material, probably material like mine. <laughs> not, <laughs> now yours might be a little more difficult it. and work with it, you know, and, and make it uh, something a lot more than what it is. Um uh, So I think that Shane Black would be the perfect because I mean, I can just see some some great blade fight scenes with Shane Black, you know, at the helm, you know, and probably on a, on a somewhat grittier level. So it won't be all super fast and everything sped up and spinning, you know, the blade spins a thousand times where he grabs mm-hmm. it and slice someone's in half. Although it's cool looking. Uh, I don't really see that as being a style. I see it more of just like a beat down and every vampire that he comes, it's just more of a beat down. It's not a, I'm looking real slick and I'm doing like three or four kicks just to take you down but I didn't. So I'm gonna kick you one more time. Yeah. Uh, it'll be like, I'm going to hit you so hard that your head's going to go right down into the concrete. Okay. You know, that sort of gritty, like just rough. So less martial arts and more brawler kind of approach to yeah. things. Well, yeah, more you, I guess UFC style, but without, uh, but not like blade two where they did the wrestling move. WWE. Yeah. No, you know, fuck that body slamming. Uh, this would be like legitimate. This would be just harsh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's why I have is more of my serious one. On the funny side, uh, because I love both these movies, but the first one the most is Matthew Vaughn, who did, you know, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. I just, now, if you want to talk about someone who do a scene with just bam, 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 like he's the guy, but he can also put a lot of humor to it. So I really think that it, I swear it's going to be just like British humor mixed with blade, you know, that I know, which is for okay. the movies. I'm not, I didn't read the comics really, uh, to be honest, but I know I do them to the movies. So in my head, that's what I have. I just think he would be, I think the action scenes would probably be something like with Blade that we probably would never seen before. Okay. And probably still have a lot of comedy, like fuckers sitting around sipping tea, you know, why a vampire's head gets cut off. Sure. You know, and they turn to ash. Like, I just, I, I think that he would film those type of scenes and make it look, and it would just be the, it would be, a, every fight scene would be a hallway scene. Okay. You know what I mean? It would be the hallway fight scene. Okay. Because every you. scene he does is this almost straight shot, not edited all over the place it's like it's just kind of all continuous. Uh, the uh, the two different seasons of daredevil did something similar and also of course the hallway scene from old boy exactly yeah exactly yeah and, uh, kinda... but i think he would do that but it would be faster i mean look at the church scene in kingsman oh my god that's i, I don't give that's one of the fucking greatest uh fight battle scenes i think i've ever seen it's and it is pretty continuous intense. and it doesn't stop and even when it cuts to like Samuel Wall Jackson on the screen, it's still going and then cuts immediately back. It's just a brilliant fucking scene, action scene. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that alone, uh, you know, I think he would be perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, it would be definitely a different take on Blade, but I could see it still yeah. kind of working. Yeah, you don't bit. need a Motocon Blade, okay? Because Blade is not an emotional guy. It's not an emotional story. I mean, from the movies, that's what I know. And the character, I can tell, but. You you definitely uh definitely need action. Yeah. You you need you need a lot of great action. I wanted a lot of action as well in mind, but I also wanted to kind of incorporate the ridiculousness of the subject matter as well and somebody that's gonna be able to wink at it and kind of find the humor in the ridiculousness with it still being brutal, like brutal as fuck, and a little visceral, kinda like very kind of 
textured in, in its approach. A little bit... Like a lot more blood, sort pulpy. of? Pulpy. I want it kind of pulpy in its approach. Like palpable. Yes. I, I wanted somebody that could kind of a, approach it in that kind of old classic EC horror comics tone. You know, Blade, I think, first showed up, um, or at least the Night Stalkers did in uh, in Tomb of Dracula, mm-hmm. the old comic. So I wanted somebody that could kind of give that classic comic feel a little bit, but not quite Dick Tracy the situation. You know, have a little bit more of a modern... <laughs> Dick Tracy. Not, not quite that. Nice. Okay, yeah. Cheesy. I totally see it. And the director, I think, that you pull that off is uh, one Robert Rodriguez. Ooh. A Robert Rodriguez Blade movie is my series. Mm. So... You know, maybe have a lot of Spanish in it too. Yeah. Well, and I also feel like Blade, because because it's it's such an important character, and especially being one of the dominant black heroes in Marvel comics, you want to have a director that's gonna, without even thinking about it, incorporate a, a vast spectrum of different actors and actresses to play the characters. And I was considering that when coming up with these characters as well. Are uh, there are the other casting choices? So that's uh, that's my serious my. Not so serious is one that I'm oh, I'm assuming I'm going to get some uh, fanboy hate mail uh, for this choice because I uh, I hate him. You hate him. Everybody hates him. Predominantly a Mariah Carey music video director uh, that tried his hand at a, a buddy cop comedy and Mc, also uh, one. No, uh, one hmm? uh, superhero film uh, that he was beaten over the head repeatedly by uh, critics and fans alike for doing X-Men The Last Stand. One Brett Ratner uh, directing my funny Mr. I, Rush Hour doing yeah, a Blade movie when that when that shit was a perp, when that shit was probably appropriate for the time I yeah think past that point yeah you look at Rush Hour now and it's like whoa this is just full of stereotypes yeah. just all stereotypes so going with that and I decided to kind of lean on the stereotypes a little bit too when coming up with these different choices oh, uh, for the funny as okay. well so so first off first and foremost of course is Blade. Mm-hmm. Who do you got for Blade? Uh, which one do you want, serious or joke? Let's start the serious and go to the funny. Okay. All right, well, I'll start with my serious. And I don't know why, but I, I thought I was worried that you might pick this one as Michael B. Jordan. Ooh, that's a... Oh, man. That is really good. I and like that a And he can do it because he also... He, spoiler alert. If you have not seen Black Panther, I'm going to give you three seconds uh, to turn it off or not listen and or fast forward. Okay, he dies in Black Panther. Yes, at the end, uh, with a with a fucking great ending line. Yeah. I mean, he's just an amazing actor. So, uh, but I think you know he can bring that that badassness to it, but also that sort of earnestness that Shane Black I've seen in some of his movies and the way he brings that out of the actors. Um, I think he would just do a fucking awesome job. That would be kind of tough though, incorporating um, one actor to play two different characters within the Marvel universe, though. Uh, how? Uh, I, we can name several off that do it right now. Well, if you're talking, we're talking about Captain Fucking America was the Human Torch, but that was a Fox property, not a Marvel. Oh, property. suck my dick! It was under Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's your what's your funny for Blade? Uh, my my funny would be Donald Glover. I don't know why I would, I would 100% watch that though, but I, I just, you know, even you got him into some shape, you know, and maybe taught him some, some maybe iron fist season one ask fight like moves. I think it'd be year great one, year one or year two blade though, for Donald Glover, where like he, he's still like See, not really figured it out, but yet. it doesn't matter because Matthew Vaughn would just speed everything up so much that it would look like he is totally just fucking shit up. 
Although you see, I'm she's smart enough, and I'm sure he could do it if he really got a role like that. True. But I just, I just think he would bring uh, a sort of uh, sarcastic funny to it, you know, or a sort of like ironical funny. Okay. That that character that. does not have, you know, because no, its irony is fucking beyond him uh, that I've seen. Yeah. You know, so. And that's it, that irony being beyond him that he always plays the straight character, even if there's like less, like more caricature characters around him. Right. He's the one that's always serious, doesn't doesn't fuck around. Yeah. And an actor that I felt would really be able to portray that well is a badass in his own right. And one that I joke you can cast in basically every role and he would do a good job. Jay Baruchel. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. Jay Baruchel as Blade. Damn. I thought that's where you're going. That might've been your funny. No, that's like, no, because I don't want to end Jay Baruchel's career. The amount of whitewashing what? controversy. What, that, what career? Skinny, skinny, gawky looking Canadian white dude to play Blade. I haven't yeah. seen him since this is the end. All right. Keep going. Yeah. No, he, he, he was in Goon and Goon 2. Um, he directed Goon 2 actually. Co-wrote both. Uh, yeah don't get hard uh, so, yeah no okay. not, not jay baruchel i'm going with one idris elba oh which is why i was giving you shit about killmonger because yeah. of course he's heimdall uh in the thor movies yeah but heimdall dead so exactly that bitch got stabbed uh, he got stabbed yeah, yeah. he d-e-d dead dead d-e-d so idris elba as blade he can definitely do action sequences he definitely has that that stoic tone that for he, sure that he can play off totally really well. heroic yeah although he would have to play the anti-hero as well which i mean i think he can do perfectly if he wants he's got that attitude about well him. anyone that's seen the wire uh <laughs> well yeah yeah but when you put it in, in a more an extreme or like sure. fantastical situation as being blade uh you know it does correlate but because uh, of the serious acting chops mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, I totally agree. I think he'd fucking he'd just bring a whole different level to the role. Well, I'd also like to see just how Robert Rodriguez would direct Idris Elba to play Blade. That would be an interesting, like, clash of tone that I think might either be brilliant, like turn out something special or be an absolute disaster. I would like him to see the apocalypse stops today. And then have him kill a bunch of, uh, you know, like high up vampires. Today, today we, had, we, oh, we, yeah. we, we cancel the apocalypse. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Today we cancel the apocalypse. Yeah. That was a terrible accent. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's Australianish. Speaking of terrible choices, uh, my funny for Blade. Now, remember, this is Brett Ratner and this is a perfect choice to play Blade uh, in that kind of role. I feel like my soul is going to hurt. After it's going to be real bad. And it's somebody that wasn't in Rush Hour, but definitely has the like. A uh, funny black man kind of archetype that works for a Brett Ratner film. One Kevin Hart as Blade, oh, Jesus. a tiny, tiny Blade, like a five foot two Blade. It's like Blade at does like a yeah. Blade Junior, like a mini me Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the loudest and uh, most uh, talkative Blade ever to hit the. You see, there's there's the final showdown with Dracula, and Dracula comes up and he's like. All right, big man, come on, let's go. And does like yeah. the the thumb on the oh, nose yeah, thing, yeah. like he's gonna box, and then just gets punched yeah. directly in the middle of the face. And he's like, "All right, all right, all right, okay, you're a little more prepared than I pre- I thought you were, you know." And just like, "You gotta give me a second. Bending down, holding his knees, like breathing heavy, like, "Oh man, you're a big bitch," you know. It it would and that fucks me up too. Cause yeah, the last no. thing I saw him in was in the Jumanji reboot remake thing, doing basically exactly that. 
Well, well that and uh, Ride Along, which is a fucking funny movie. Ride Along is funny. I still haven't seen it. I heard it was actually surprisingly funny. No, well, I watched. I laughed my ass off on that movie. But uh, yeah, I just you you fucked me up for the rest of the night because all I see is him wearing the trench coat, but it's too long. <laughs> And it's baggy on his hands, and like he's, and he's just got, hang, hanging he's, over his arm. He's trying to get the sword out, but the but the sleeve is folding over his hand, and he can't quite get a grip on it. He's got to like pin it back, like over his arm, so he can <laughs> roll the sleeves up. So they're like these half rolled up sleeves, and there's like a purple inlay, so there's just purple hanging out of the sleeve as they're rolled up. And... He's got the sword, like you know, like in the holster or in the uh, uh, sheath in the back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it like hits the back of his knees whenever he tries to run. <laughs> so it's it's just, too like, long. Constantly <laughs> fucking with his gait as he's walking. <laughs> like Whistler, I'm done with this shit, man. I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> Whistler turns around. And is like, all right, what kind of gadgets you got for me? And they're just like lifts for his shoes. Right. <laughs> that's it. What the fuck am I, Inspector Gadget? Yeah, right. <laughs> See, this could work. Yeah, this could work. <laughs> So, yeah, Blade. Uh, that was the choice there. Oh, that hurt. Next up, uh, Whistler. Speaking of Whistler, uh, you got some choices there, don't you? I do. I do. Um, it's funny because I couldn't really think. I, I couldn't think of some, like, funny ones that made me laugh. But I, I actually really enjoyed. Um, if we're going to go on the serious side, I'd like to see Scott Wilson, um, who plays Herschel Green, who played Herschel Green on The Walking Dead. Uh, and, oh. and, and many other things. Okay. I mean, not not just that, but that's the you know the last thing that he's done that was most present to the, you know, in pop culture. But he, I mean, being one of like personally one of my f- favorite characters, period, uh, that he played on that show. Um, I just I think he would as Whistler. I know he's older and stuff like that, but Whistler doesn't need to be physical. Doesn't need to be a badass. But I mean, in his own right, he just needs to be a weapons maker and. And help Blade get through his shit and be his partner. Well, but also keep it cool under pressure. It's a big thing for Whistler. Sure. And and Scott Wilson can do that in spades. So sure. Always just cast him in everything. I love Scott Wilson. He's an amazing actor. But okay. uh, And of course, another amazing actor. But I just went the opposite route because it was Matthew Vaughn, you know, and it was just, you know, sort of European style. Like, I just I just saw this working as Ian McKellen. I knew you were going to say that. You know, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just think he would bring I mean, he would Gandalf the fuck out of that role. I feel like if he work. was to like reach into his pocket too quickly, he would like strain something and be like, oh, that was a lot. You know, you know, movie magic, man. They'll yeah. just they'll, they'll just get someone with his like height and weight uh, who's younger and then slap his face on him and then make him do shit. That's cool. Like that Ian McKellen can't do. He's Although also, Ian McKellen, um, he's been able to to hold his own. Over he's the also year. a towering man. I believe he's a very tall person too. There you go. Whistler, you know, if he can't be, if he can't necessarily get in the fight, he needs to be imposing in his own right. So, yeah. uh, but I just think Ian McKellen would bring the, like so much more than that role actually deserves. Yeah. You fair. know what I mean? Like it's almost that scene from uh, Wayne's world Two where they stop at the gas station. And they're like, yes. I know this is a small role. <laughs> With Can we Charlton get somebody better? Heston, yeah. And then Charlton Heston comes out and just like, murders the fuck out of the line just like absolutely fucking wrecks it where it actually makes everything else seem so fucking stupid compared to and, and they he, totally they totally fourth wall that shit like i can see him and kellen be like blade aren't you forgetting something yes your sword and then like goes into a long time diatribe about where he got the sword and the importance of like so as swords open so stones so does one man sharpen another 
frost is your stone, you know, or something. And they would like, totally rip off Lord of the Rings because oh, then as the <laughs> as a, the group of vampires is trying to break into their secret lair, like he takes out some fucking weapon he can barely hold and just says, you shall not. Purr. And then he just, just the, and that's where the strain comes in. Like, oh, give, strain, give me a second. Give me a second. He puts the gun down. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, uh, right. my choices aren't exactly better than yours. Um, so for Whistler, for the for the serious one, uh, somebody that has worked time and time again with Robert Rodriguez and is definitely a kind of a, a very different choice for casting for Whistler. But I think it could very much work. And the the banter back and forth between Idris Elba and this character mm-hmm. or this this actor, this character actor, to be fair, plays the same exact character in every role <laughs> that he's in. And uh, I think would be a blast as Whistler as just like the, this the like shitty, no time for bullshit old man guy that comes up with all the cool weapons and stuff, but can also kind of hold his own as well, mm-hmm. which Chris Christopherson, I think, nailed it in, in the Blade movies. Oh, yeah, he did a great job. Did a great job. Not the best actor in the world, but still did a decent job. Uh, no, no. I, uh, I cast Danny Trejo as Whistler. <laughs> You know, what? I knew I I, I think I, I knew that like early on I was because I was thinking in my head what you might have picked. But with Robert Rodriguez, it just makes sense. Well, and then you can you can do the little little nods to him being like a Mr. Fix it that can fix stuff where there's an old classic car that's like soup the fuck up. Right. And like comes back and like, man, this this little this little thing has some powers like Mexican homes. Like I know my way around a car, and you can, <laughs> but doing the Robert Rodriguez way where it's just kind of like a, it's the exploitation kind of tone that you throw just a dash in there. And of course this whistler does everything with the shirt off everything. So you can, everything. so you can see all the fucking <laughs> yeah. like terrifying tattoos that he's man making s- swords in front of hot steel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're taking it tattoos. Oh. No shirt. <laughs> We're going to fucking nail the, and, the 55 plus uh, Hispanic <laughs> audience. <laughs> like with, with uh, the, the shirtless, like slow motion, like almost Zack Snyder's slow motion scene of him just like hammering a sword on top of an anvil mm-hmm. as sparks are flying and like bouncing off of his like glistening pecs. Well, I don't know if he's got those pecs anymore. No, no, no thanks. Kind of, if Danny Trejo ever listens to this, well, I love you with all my heart. He's but in I, his like 70s yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But he's still a badass, but, but yeah. he, you know, the muscle tone ain't quite what it used to be. So if you have it now, yeah. it makes the shirtless scenes even better. Yeah, fair. Uh, for just everyone involved. So that's that's my uh, serious. My joke is I figured I would take an actor that was in the original Blade movies and recast him in a different role. He's a little bit older now, so you might be able to pull it off. And he does have that kind of staunch tone that I think would work for Whistler is you get Ron Perlman to play Whistler. Yes, absolutely. You string out his hair a little bit. You know what? Have Ron Perlman play Whistler and Blade. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> just, just, he needs to play every character Dracula. in the... He could be Dracula. <laughs> he's going to be Frost. He's going to be... Every, he he's going to be Frost's bitches. <laughs> he could be, yeah, the, the, the female heroine that's in there and, like, everybody. Well, the female heroine as well. But, you know, Frost, like, even in the first one, like, basically those were his, like, his bitches, whether they were guys, girls, like, they were all his bitches. Right? Yeah. right? I could totally see that. Just, just a bunch of Ron Perlman. <laughs> just a bunch of Ron Perlman. Even like all in like nice tight dress. It'd be like that Apex Twin video where it's all his head on like the it's prostitutes the mon- and the... Yes. <laughs> What's the one with the monkeys too? Like there's an, uh, some, I think it was like a dubstep. It was an old video, but like all the monkeys had faces in them, but they all looked alike. Oh, that was Basement Jacks. Yeah. Yeah. That was okay. Where's Your Head At video. Where's your... Yeah. Yeah. Still creepy. That's as much as you can sing without us having to pay copyright. So that's <laughs> it. That's all you got. Um, oh, I was... Yeah. 
At at okay. Um, <laughs> where's the beef? Where's the beef? So <laughs> we're uh, running a little long. So let's okay, let's move yeah. this along. So uh, I've got the Night Stalkers and Dracula. Okay. Uh, still still to go. Do you have any other characters that you? I only have one more. Who do you have? Because um, I don't have the comics to pull from. So uh, okay. it was Hannibal King. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I think that you know my story. If I'm going to have the group of, of elite soldiers coming after him, it's going to be them. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with the Night Stalkers just because you know you were. I knew from the Blade Three, and then you told me all about it. Yeah, uh, from the comics. So I would go with them. That initially would be bad, but with Hannibal King, initially the villain. Okay, a part of you know being a villain, aside from the vampires, and then eventually turned what well, good okay. uh, to help Blade. Uh, but I put yeah that. So I <laughs> I like I just I I, I picked Chris Evans <laughs> as my series. <laughs> what really? He's about to, he's fucking, he's about to die in Infinity, uh, you know he's dying in you the You are cherry picking from Marvel to put back in Marvel. What like, the hell does Marvel do? I mean, besides put like people who aren't always known. Besides make a billion dollars for yes, every movie you know make. what, yeah. I'm just going to follow their lead, okay? <laughs> he's done it twice, I think he can do it a third time. He's like, I'm so glad to be done with this Marvel bullshit. Hey, we have an idea for a project for I you. I mean, he'd be a good Hannibal King. I mean, he would. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's only based on what I saw for Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah, you know, he wouldn't be, you know, he'd still be able to be sort of funny, but serious at the same time. I think he'd pull it off. Okay. Especially under Shane Black. That's my serious one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and the other one. Um, now, who's your director again for your funny? Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Okay. Uh, or funny-ish. Ish. Yeah. British-y funny. Um, your British version, my British version yeah. of Blade. Yeah, um, I I picked Taron Egerton, uh, who plays Exe in Kingsman, just because he's one of my fucking. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll I mean, he that. just he just plus he can be funny. So he and he's done. He he's just a great fucking actor. You ever see uh, uh, Eddie, Eddie the Eagle? Eagle? Yeah, he was great. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. Like he's awesome in that. And then he turns around and does the second Kingsman moving. Uh, movie uh, the golden circle and goes right into badass mood like i got much respect he's a good actor yep and he's still funny so i think he'd be perfect for it and okay. also he's worked with matthew vaughn twice that i know of yep so there you go well three because eddie the eagle is directed by matthew vaughn as well Wait, was that yep oh i didn't know that yep you know and that the... movie was funny it was great but yeah. i mean it was heartfelt but it was like it was funny good funny like you heartfelt funny you know how some directors they have those actors that they love to work with and they'll cast in like anything that's yeah. apparently that relationship that he has with matthew vaughn that's awesome we, that totally just also drives it home that matthew vaughn is gonna would do a fairly funny like enjoyable yeah light light fast paced uh yeah, you know what the world needs it's more light vampire movies that's uh that's really we don't have an if, if we could take the macabre out of the macabre that'd be really cool like that'd be super great I mean, yeah. Maybe make Blade Sparkle. You know, who knows? Like, maybe just... Uh, I think so. I mean... What what was that vampire movie from, like, the late 80s? Not uh, Fright Night. Uh, that's That was... No. Uh, it, that was bitten. great. No, great, great fucking movie. Well, I guess you could throw Once Bitten in there. There was <laughs> another one where the kid gets bit... The littlest vampire starring the kid <laughs> from Jerry Maguire? Is that... No, that was way... Was that not... Is, are you not doing a crossover with the littlest vampire and Blade? Imagine... <laughs> Imagine if the littlest vampire, the little kid from Jerry Maguire comes up and it's like, Rah! and Blade just like chops his fucking head off, just like straight up, like gruesomely, like doesn't get it in one go, like gets to the spine and has to stop and then like re pull back and then like take it the rest of the way. Yeah. And then, and then he looks down and realizes that the kid, the kid didn't turn to ash. 
Oh. <laughs> a, kid a, a kid in a cape that he just that's awful but right up decapitated yeah 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 <laughs> and then he pulls it up the human head does weigh eight pounds <laughs> <That was> so <laughs> totally the same thing you jerry Maguire the fuck out of that <laughs> god damn it uh, okay. okay i think we found our crossover yep, there yeah, you go yeah yeah <laughs> god damn it okay so uh you did your your funny and your serious for mm-hmm. hannibal king my serious for Hannibal King, I wanted somebody that could play the chip on his shoulder type character. This is a guy that's a vampire, doesn't want to be a vampire. He's a detective. He's kind of sullen, but he can be a badass in his own right. Character played Zod, uh, played the the main FBI agent in The Shape of Water. He's been a character actor for fucking years. He's got a very kind of specific look about him that I think would work for Hannibal King. Michael Shannon. Oh, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Put some like stubble on that dude. If he, I'm not sure if he can even grow a beard. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen him with facial hair. No, oh, yeah, it was Zod. Did he? Have, I'm pretty sure he had it was Zod. Didn't no, he? no, he had a no. goatee. Did he? he oh yeah, he had a straight up goatee. Did he have a goatee? Yep. Okay. And, and Man of Steel. <laughs> it, was, it was spirit gummed on. It was just, <laughs> well, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah, I think Michael Shannon's Hannibal King would be a good choice. I mm-hmm. think killer actor acting chops for fucking days. And um, there's a lot of nuance to Hannibal King that I think he'd really be able to pull out with just a look or in his stride. You know, he'd be able to really incorporate the whole movement into the, a tragic character. And he can, he can make it sort of odd too. Cause yeah. he's kind of an odd guy, yeah, but exactly. it works for him. Yeah. yeah. A little quirk to it. It went the total opposite way uh, with the Brett Ratner directed blade movie. Went with somebody that's just going to be like the kind of funny guy, but not that funny, uh, but can also be an action dude that can fuck shit up in the Brett Ratner style. Uh, Matt Damon as Hannibal King. Oh, uh, he may be too Ivy League for that role. I don't know if he could get him to do it, but yeah, he would put up. He'd bring a lot of something. I mean, he can be funny as fuck, but yeah, he can be. Um, But yeah, no, damn. We're, we're blade. He is could just do so the action. Sullen. I mean, look at Bourne. I mean, or, could... well, well, Kevin Hart is blade in this one. So it would just be like this actually Hannibal King be like, can you just fucking like pay attention for a second? <laughs> and like, maybe there was Dracula literally 10 feet from us. Can you fucking pay attention for a second? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> stop talking to ice cube. Like pay attention. Dracula's right there. I mean, but still you get him into it. I hope you, you know, you need to get him an ecstasy, period. I like, just I just want to see Matt Damon call a bunch of vampires use guys. Like that's not really all I want in my life. I want to hear him I want to hear him reach into his utility belt and then look at the camera like all fucking just Matt Damon-ish and with that smile and say, like, I'm gonna science the shit out of you. But this is gonna suck for anybody <laughs> listening, but I just wanna to I I wanna see your Matt Damon face. Like give me the Matt Damon face here for a second. Oh. Oh my God, that is fucking terrifying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not a face that Matt Damon has ever made in any of his movies. I don't think. Um, I don't think you're a trip. I don't think he played Pennywise the clown at any point. <laughs> you're a trip. He did it. <laughs> yeah. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty does not know. That is true. So yeah, um, I, really quick on the rest of the Night Stalkers because I don't think you have the Night Stalkers for Frank no. Drake, who's a descendant of Dracula. Mm-hmm. So I want somebody that could kind of have a little bit of that like Eastern European tone but also Americanized as well. I went with Carl Urban, who is a dyed-in-the-wool geek. And yeah. I, th- I think he'd be able he's to... He's just awesome in everything he's he just does. Fucking, I, I love him. He's the most underrated... I think he's one of the most underrated actors out there. Like, uh, you know, he just does not get enough love publicly as, as he should. True. I very much agree. And he's also very much a genre actor. He loves comic books. Yeah. He loves sci-fi and horror. Uh, he would... He would 
hands down want to do this role. I mean, fucking so. Star Trek and then Dread. I mean, like, the dude is yeah. awesome. And the show... And Doom and Chronicles of Riddick and... Well, Almost yeah. Human, the the TV show. Actually, that was good. It I have was no really idea why they took it off the air. Yeah. It was, uh, it it was, was beyond some I people. I was very I well acted, too. Yeah. Well, you know, they took off a lot of things. But we're not going to go down that yeah. road because I'm just going to get upset. So that's my Robert Rodriguez directed Blade. My Brett Ratner Blade is Frank Drake, descendant of Dracula, played by... Now, this would be my Jay Baruchel role normally. I pick what role Jay Baruchel would best fit in and Frank Drake. I feel like he would be able to pull that off as the awkward descendant of Dracula, who's a big disappointment to his ancestor. <laughs> that would work. But I went with Jason Statham instead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so he's like cockney as fuck. Yeah, like, that would be really quirky. <laughs> yeah, it'd be super quirky. So the Night Stalkers are uh, Hannibal King, played by Matt Damon, uh, Frank Drake, played by Jason Statham, and then Blade played by Kevin fucking Hart. So Blade would be like the the fucking butt of their jokes as they're kicking fucking ass. Mm, yep. That's a good that's a good mix. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That's especially uh especially I can't I can't even those three in a scene together in that in that in that way just I'm still trying to wrap my head around yeah. it. Now with Dracula is my last one. Dracula is one of the main characters. Oh, I didn't go with uh, Lilith, actually. I forgot to name Lilith. Really quickly, obviously, for a Robert Rodriguez one, Lilith, actress that's both uh, of Spanish descent and also uh, Lebanese descent, I believe, as well. Selma Hayek. Yes. Yeah, of course. I think I knew you were it would go that. fucking yeah, yeah. kill it as Lilith. I mean, she wasn't she kills too far it from in From Dust Till Dawn. She's so. still so gorgeous. So fucking hot. I, you know what? She'll always be gorgeous, but, I mean, she just doesn't age. She's perfect. And then for cheesy action version, R- Brett Ratner, somebody that's done plenty of cheesy action, but also I wanted tall and lanky kind of character, kind of a seductress type. So I went with Anna Jolina Jolie for Lilith in the Brett Ratner one. I mean, does anybody really want to be seduced by her anymore? Well, that's, no, the thing is, it's such a it's such a base choice at this point with her playing like the the evil lady. I mean, if anybody's seen Beowulf, it's basically the same character she'd be playing in Beowulf as she played in this um yeah so yeah yeah so that but that's what i figure from brett ratner is that there's no really like fun, totally tomb raider there's no her. real choices that, totally tomb raider her. tomb raider there you yeah, go yeah, yeah absolutely I that i don't know if that was brett ratner but it seems like a brett ratner it's, type i mean it's kind of then that brett same wheelhouse yeah. yeah and then dracula of course for the robert rodriguez one i wanted somebody that was tall and pasty um so british and uh and <laughs> and could play this really serious but also, not you wouldn't expect him to be as strong as he was. Go with the kind of classic Dracula kind of approach instead of the burly motherfucker from three from Trinity, right. <laughs> where it's like, of course, he can beat everyone up. He's a gigantic man with huge muscles. I mean, you listen, who walks down the street during the day with their shirt that lowly buttoned? Yeah. And it's slow. Mo- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm just okay. getting upset. Just thinking doing about slow it. motion dudes like shirtless dudes or I didn't come shirts. up with it. OK, they okay. filmed it. It was it destroyed that movie, amongst other things. Go ahead trying to pull in the uh, the West End uh, uh, a lady audience. Don't get too there. excited, Hub. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take right. off uh, my shirt right now, actually, just to make you Let's maybe... No, we talked about <laughs> your shirt. You're, you probably look like Danny Trejo does shirtless, and you're, like, way younger than him, so... I don't know how to feel about that comment. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Flabby Pancake. <laughs> that's that's going to be... <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I say to one Let's of my... Let's just add that on what, to the... One of my fittest friends. I'm, I, I am talking shit on. All right. So Dracula for Robert Rodriguez. Okay. 
Bandersnatch Cummerbund. <laughs> Actually, oh. that'd be fucking awesome. Or Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict as Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. God damn, yours fit fit just as well or better with Matthew Vaughn than mine would. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, he would do great in a Matthew Vaughn one. Can we switch? Uh, you might want my my Brett Ratner Dracula. He played a vampire kind of uh, in an early role that he was in, uh, where he just yelled over and over, "I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire!" One Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Just, just let him go full cage. Like, just, I mean, let no. him, let just him, let him go fucking huge, like as big as he wants to be on the chewing of the scenery. I mean, making not the bee seem like an Oscar nominated worthy performance. Just let him just go huge. Where I this can't guy, back you up enough on that. This guy is so fucking old and insane from being so old that he just doesn't make any fucking sense as a human being. That is Nicolas Cage. And I think that would work for Brett Ratner. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Actually, that is a genius. I like that choice. Yeah. That's probably my favorite choice of the night. Nice. And now uh, we, we've got to go quick because I know you've got stuff to do after this. But we've got a couple of mashups that were suggested to us by uh, by fans and also, you know, people from GUI that I want to touch on before we go into our our uh, trailer stuff that we do. Oh. So, uh, Scotty, Big Daddy Preston, Scotty P, mm-hmm. uh, suggested to uh, Tango and Blade. So Tango and Cash, but with Blade. <laughs> Tango and Blade. Hey, as long as at the end of the fucking movie, there's a freeze frame of them high fiving. I'm good. That is. Oh, my God. Yes. And an RV from hell. What's funny is that even though they are not any way alike in storyline at all, I always confuse Tango and Cash with Amos and Andy. Amos and Andrew, um, very really? different movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Just the names, N- mm. nothing about the movies. I get wrong, but yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, I don't, well, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, and this is going to be the tough one: Bubble Blade, um, as in Bubble Boy, but with Blade in it. How would we? How would he fight? I don't. I'm not like, like getting attacked. Is he getting and now who's in the bubble? Is this something he's protecting or he is? What I'm assuming is the bubble has just those little like lovey things coming and out he just that have fights. permanently affixed like katana to them. <laughs> so anytime he fights, he just sticks his hands in those little glovey things and grabs his katana and then does like like the giant boulder from Indiana Jones, but with swords just like going after vampire. Jake Gyllenhaal can actually, in a training montage, show him how to use. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the the ancient sensei that teaches in the way of the bubble fighting. And his father's John Travolta. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I think we have a winner. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so yeah, my Kevin Hart in a bubble. Uh, because I'm not taking the ser- I'm not putting Edris Elba in a bubble. No one puts Edris Elba in a bubble. No. No. Absolutely not. No, that's the baby in the corner shit all day long. I would like to see a daywalker in a bubble with Katana sticking out of gloved hands, uh, spinning around as he's like rolling down a hill after vampire. That is more Kevin Hart than any of them. Yes. For sure. True. For sure. Yeah. The one that I wanted to mash up with, of course, is that it makes perfect sense to do a mash up with Ghost Rider because mm-hmm. Ghost Rider was involved with Blade often in the comics. And uh, was also part of a major storyline involving Lilith, I believe. So it wouldn't be hard to incorporate Ghost Rider into the uh, into the Blade movie as well. Okay. Uh, wait, which version? The serious. 
Okay. Serious version. All right. Yeah. The good, the good one. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, we already have Nick Cage as Dracula, so we couldn't cast him as Ghost Rider. Um, yeah. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, I mean, mine, mine's, mine's not. You know, I just mixed Shane Black and, and Matthew Vaughn, I've, and I've, and of course, Monster Squad and Kingsman, just because I think if you were to mix those two movies in the in the in the world of Blade, you just have a fucking offensive '80s style <laughs> Kingsman fight scene, having fucking mess of a film. But I just think it could work. It, j- it might just work. I also right. want to see like an end scene of it's like the end scene in Monster Squad where they're near the, <laughs> the vortex, arm. but then Blade shows up and just fucking murders the shit out of all the monsters. <laughs> like even Frankenstein, who's the good guy, he's just like, no, nope, fuck you. And just straight up like the like Ron Perlman and just cuts him straight up the middle. And you still have the scene. You still have army guys coming through and says, all right, kids. All right. Where's where are they? Where's the monsters? And then they see Blade and they go, we need you. We want your powers. And then, boom, there's your sequel. U.S. Army against Blade. And that's where you tie in G.I. Joe. And then you've got oh, G.I. No. Joe and Blade. Oh, well, then we got to get Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing Tate. Yum. <laughs> get out. Just get out. Hey, This is the End is a great movie. I'm going to quote it all day long. Yeah, no, that is uh, that is a very fantastic movie. Uh, speaking of fantastic movies, <laughs> let's do unfantastic trailers for our movies. So I'm definitely going to do my serious one on this. I don't know which one you're going to choose to do. Uh, uh, I don't think anything I can do based on this is going to be serious or funny. It's going to be mostly shameful, but I'm all right. Go okay. ahead. Well, if you have not listened to a Smack My Pitch Up before, basically what we do is we take our choices and we off the cuff come up with the in a world kind of trailer and uh and do just like a few seconds of the trailer with background music so let me get the music going uh one second and did you want to go first or second let me go first okay uh because i don't yours is always good so i'm not going after i'm fucking terrible every time bullshit all right let me get the music together one stormy night in new york city a pregnant lady was attacked (laughs) (laughs) by a vampire with her last breath Blade was born tough sunlight immune and great with a sword with the abilities of a vampire and the soul of a human Blade and his mentor Whistler must protect a special child just like Blade from being turned into the ultimate weapon that's it (laughs) Oh, I give you blades. God, no. No, no. You cannot pluralize blade. There's two of them. It's like Lone, or lone Rangers. You can't. She's just like him. No. She's just like him. It wasn't called Logan's. <laughs> Fuck. She's going to take up the mantle of blade, so it'll be blades. Oh no, I do not sign off on that whatsoever. Of, of glory. All right, so that was your choice. Um, not that I'm going to do any better. I don't know why I'm giving you so much shit. Oh, that's why I went first, because I sucked first. Yeah, all right. All right, so this is mine. Here we go. Darkness has taken over the world, and when there is no hope in sight, one man stands alone against the minions of the undead. Coming this Halloween, Idris Elba is Blade. 
starring Selma Hayek as Lilith, queen of all demons, hellbent on taking over the world, and the only thing standing in her way is one sword-wielding master of destruction. Teaming up with Blade, Hannibal King, another anti-hero, hellbent on finding the man that turned him vampire, who's the same man that turned Blade vampire by killing his mother. This Halloween, watch Hannibal King and Blade as they fuck shit up in Transylvania. Blade, Night Stalker. Okay, so that's. Did you, did you red band trailer that shit? I, I read They're band trailer. They're gonna fuck shit up. They're gonna fuck shit up. Yes. <laughs> I, everything I learned, I learned from red band trailers. Look, or, you even name the people in the, I just let this. If I if it was a real trailer, I wouldn't even name them. They would just show their names up there. But you like that's how yours is so good. You're like it's starring. Well, because I want to incorporate the acting choices as well, even though it's really fucking awkward during the actual voice trailer that we do. It so. is. It is. No, but yours is great. That was awesome. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But thank you for saying so. <laughs> that boy was good. Speaking of good, awesome, terrible. if you thought this was an awesome time, then definitely check out all of the other podcasts at the Geeks Under the Influence Network that you can find at GYPodcast.com. We've got a new page on Facebook. So if you just look up Pitch Smacked on, uh, <laughs> on Facebook... <laughs> Then you can find us or just look up Smack My Pitch Up Podcast. You'll find us that way as well. Um, all, also, all of our social media stuff yeah. at GYPodcast.com. Check out Mr. Kyle Smash's podcast as well. You've got some uh, some plans for new episodes coming out soon, right? Yes, very soon. Within the next couple weeks, actually. Okay, um, cool. That's the uh, plan. And I'm working on the Facebook. I'm such a procrastinator when it comes to getting something up and running. It's easier to run than it is to get it up and running. Uh, so the Facebook page is like like a quarter built. Uh, you know, quarter done. I'm just not happy with it, so I'm not doing any. You know, just wait because I remember when I just had the one podcast, and I was like, "This is a lot." All the social media and editing and all this stuff, right? And now I'm like better at it. So I went, "Let me just do more podcasts and more editing and more Facebook pages and more events and more." Yeah, stuff. as it gets easier, it gets easier. You know, except now it's like I, I'm oh, just being an idiot at this point. <laughs> To be fair, I call it passionate, uh, as we all are. Top about- five. <laughs> Top five. That's our new catchphrase for all the GY podcasts. Top five. Top five. Top five. Which, by the way, again, vote for us uh, until August 5th. You can vote for us by going through the link on the homepage of GYpodcast.com for the uh, Times Dispatch, Richmond.com, best of, and vote for Geeks Under the Influence if you would be so kind. And you can vote daily so you can go back every day. If you're like an obsessive fan, like, like one we might worry about meeting in public or something, just make it easier on us. And if you mention that you voted every day, we'll still run away, but maybe slower so you could catch up. <laughs> Is that, you know, I, yeah. Am I, am know. I doing this wrong? No, Is, no. This? I think, I mean, assuming we have anybody crazy enough for what we do, um, you know, there's a lot of love out there. That's true. That's, that's not that's that, you know, I just don't know how deep that love goes for some people. Speaking of love, thank you. I love you for coming out and doing this with me. I know that I love you, too, you, you had a little bit of time to come over and do this. But I got a little. It was worth it. Yeah, every every this, moment. This was a good time. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this episode. Right. Uh, so definitely check us out. We release this weekly at GYPodcast.com. I am Mike the Hobbit Bicket. And uh, uh, I always... <laughs> See, I, I came up with a I'm end so phrase. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I came up with an end thing for this one. I actually thought of it ahead of time, and then I totally blanked on it. 
Um, it's funny too because you were like, "I am the Mike the Hobbit Bicket," and I was trying not to laugh, and then you just didn't say anything. Oh, else. I got it. I got it. No, how's this? I'm thinking of this just being what I say from now on, so I don't have to keep coming up with shit off the cuff. Fair enough. Quit your pitching. Ah, you like that? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. It's it's a work in progress, but I like that. That's it. You know, it's, it's you know what? Option. No, I like. Though what? I mean, start using it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, scene. GUIPodcast.com Everybody's talking about the Space Force. It's in the news everywhere. Well, we decided in honor of America's future in the Space Force, we are rocking another geekified movie night at Fallout. August 19th, we are doing Starship Troopers. That's right. That cult classic is coming to Fallout with our own special brand of interactive fun to go along with it. If you haven't come to a Geekified movie night before, trust me, you do not want to miss this. We give it kind of the Rocky Horror treatment with all sorts of contests and trivia and reenactments, stage readings, and plenty more. So come out August 19th for Starship Troopers Geekified. Find more information at GUIPodcast.com. This is Mike the Hobbit, direct from Fallout on a trivia night, telling you to come here every first and third Monday for trivia between 8 and 10, 25-cent wings, drink specials, prizes, and tons of really inappropriate trivia. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys agree? (laughs) Definitely come out and enjoy trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout.